Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the 12th episode of Bruiser, sponsored by Rizzo Insurance, your number one insurer for all your brewery needs. Today, I was joined with Dave Foreman of Doc Smokehouse. He is the bar manager there. Uh, it is his second appearance on the show. And uh, we tried to bring him in about once a quarter to really talk about everything going on in the beer industry. And he uh, wanted to promote a little bit about uh, his Doc's Black Wednesday tap takeover. He's got crazy beers coming in there. Uh, Bourbon County. He's got teddy bear kisses. He's got all types of stuff. So that's going to be really cool. You're not going to want to miss that. Um, Some of the KBS stuff. So uh, we talk about everything around the uh, gamut of beer, uh, what's hot, what's not, um, and what to expect in the winter. Um, so without, uh, anything else to add to that, um, my conversation with Dave Foreman starts now. So you're back on the show. All right. Yeah. How, and so what's changed since the last time it's been uh, like, it's been like two months. Yes. I mean, seasons obviously change. So beers changing quite a bit, you know, we got different beers coming in barrel age stuff. Uh, pretty big this time of year with bourbon county coming out cbs is you know back from from founders so um i mean beer's starting to sell a, a lot more now and a lot of heavier beers not just uh your your everyday easy drinkers so um for the most part just that you know coming out of the slow season starting to pick up and get busy and uh you're starting to notice but not too much has changed still the same old you know grind at, at docks <laughs> so the last time we talked, I think we were really kind of into like the summer beers and what's going on. And I think today is a great time to kind of preview the winter beers of what we're thinking is going to happen there. And you said the bourbon, the bourbon barrel stuff. Yeah, is the barrel age stuff good. is big. Um, a lot of stuff from Revolution that's just come out recently uh, has gotten a lot of notoriety for the VSOJ. Um, straight jacket. Barley Give a shout one. out to Andy Kepshire. Yeah, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of my top. He he's a he's a blast, man. I always I love it when Andy comes in. He's he's all about his job. He's passionate about it. He's very excited when he comes in, always to show me something or tell me something new. And and that's what I love about my job is people that are just equally as passionate about something. And and Andy's never come into the restaurant and been like you know kicking rocks and upset or sad about it. you know the guy's always in in good spirits and he gets you excited about what's happening with beer i mean that's kind of what every good rep is you know and I, got, and I got you know a lot of those that come in and and really have their finger on the pulse of what's happening um but you know andy kind of sets himself apart because he's a larger than life kind of guy he's always happy and big and jolly but uh <laughs> and if i were you i think with all of that great reps that are coming through your doors i would probably have a hard time staying sober <laughs> well yeah they, i mean they're always willing to throw out the samples there but you know you gotta you gotta keep it keep it keep it in moderation a little bit when you're at work because they usually come in when uh right when i start my shift so that's never a good way to start your shift just like yeah let me here's here's 10 beers yeah let me get the samples so they keep it you know they come in they get you sample one or two maybe three beers at a time it's never like this huge you know vertical tasting of anything so (laughs) so um but yeah they all take really good care of me and uh, i couldn't be more happier with uh, the work that you know they do but with revolution coming out with the vsoj and then 
I think Code Switch and a few other barrel-aged uh, variants. And especially next month, we're going to be doing a, a barrel-aged takeover from uh, Tap Invasion from Revolution. It's going to be uh, the Deeth series. So Vanilla Deeth, Gravedigger Billy's coming back. No, uh, so we Great have beers. A, some yeah, some really good beers coming from Revolution. I think Death by uh, Deeth by Currents is coming back also. Um, so yeah, really pumped about that one. So if anybody's going to miss out on this Wednesday, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, next month on the 6th, we'll be doing another kind of little mini tap takeover for uh, Revolution Barrel Age beers. Um, we will have the J Manila for this Black Wednesday, which is one of my favorites from last year. It's uh, we were talking about how much the white stouts have blown up. Oh yeah, my and, thing, uh, man. <clears throat> yeah, I, I hope mean, I had something to do with it because I've been promoting them every <laughs> single was, podcast. It was all you. It was all you. <laughs> no all way. All those letters you wrote. <laughs> but just uh, the balance that those beers bring is crazy because they could be this heavily like eleven uh, percent. I think that one is if. Uh, if I'm correct, um, but the balance of it is just so smooth and rich, and cre- you taste the profile too, and it's not overpowering like a booze punch to the face or anything. Sure. So um, it's crazy to me that these profiles that they come out with some of these barrel aged beers and and uh, the flavors they get from them and and how um, I don't know, how much depth there are to them. They, and I just keep appreciating them that much more. It's like I thought I've tasted my favorite thing, and then like you just keep tasting and tasting. And it's why I love my job because you know it just never never stopped. ends. It's just always something new. Have you tried anything recently that people need to be on the lookout for? Because I mean, being the bar manager at Docs gives you a chance to really test some things. I, I do. I um, let's see. Well, I I got to try um, a lot of the the Goose Island from this year. I got to try uh, a lot of the Revolution. Um, I don't. I don't really get to taste as much as people think that I, I'm out there always doing. Because really, the the beer festivals and and that kind of fun stuff is on the weekend, and those are you know that's my you know the the meat of my week. You know, is right there on Friday, Saturday. So I'm well, always you, working. you're sandbagging the, the listener right now, but you've got like an extensive beer collection. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, <laughs> You said new though, new stuff. Right, right. right. So, so recently, I mean, I, I always look forward to the teddy bear kisses every year. So the s'mores that we have this year, I'm really excited about. Uh, the the regular, um, really excited about. Yeah, um, Goose Island, the vanilla. Sure. I think everybody's excited. That got a lot of uh, high ratings on that one. And then um, let's see, there's a couple more. So. Um, we're also going to be doing a lot of local. So uh, New Oberfalls, their Russian Imperial barrel age finished in Wisconsin maple barrels. I'm really excited about that one. Um, we have the Bitch and Betty with hazelnut and vanilla from Off Square. Awesome. Right down the road. Yeah, I was right. in Holiday Liquors Friday, and a Bitch and Betty bomber was 26 bucks. <laughs> Hey, that was like, dude, that's awesome. It is. I mean, it's yeah, a good beer. It, it definitely it's a good worth beer. it. Definitely worth it. Yeah, they they make some great beer. And then we're doing the uh, Rare Eagles making return from Byway. It's a Byway Docs collaboratory beer that we've done. Also White Stout, White so Stout. one of your favorites. And you said that's an amazing beer. It is a very good beer. It's very um, lighter towards uh, the barrel age. So it's more of like an eight percenter, I believe. I could be wrong. I hope Dave doesn't get mad at me, but I think it's around eight, eight point nine, somewhere around there. Um, but it's, again, it's got a great flavor to it. You know, it's not too sweet. It's it has all the profile that you'd like from a white stout. You know, just uh, creamy, rich. Um, that 
hint of barrel on the finish uh, is very good. So I'm excited to have that one back. And then um, <clears throat> Burnham gave us a really good one, the 2016 Long John's On. So mm. uh, that's a winter time that's barrel aged, and I excited to try that one last year we did the smooth criminal with them and that was kind of like a fan favorite oh, yeah. uh, that was uh, one of brent's favorites uh, i'm sure he'd like to have one of those back but um i'm really excited about the local stuff this year um i think that everybody in the area stepped up that game and kind of had to you know with the Agreed. market being as it has and and i i just excited to see what's coming because every year is just such a huge um, step up for for everyone and the beer just keeps getting better and better yeah and uh, i i can't wait to try some of these beers uh so well there's got I, one of my favorite crown beers winter warlocks coming out that's a good one i was at devil's trumpet on friday i'll show you the video we shot of that awesome i don't know i mean i'm, I'm gonna release it it's just a it's a bottle release video and we've never done that before so I don't know if I want to go the traditional route or like the like straight ahead storytelling route, but the chocolate taco comes out Black Friday. Have you had that beer? I have. I have not. Unfortunately, um, but we are going to be putting it on at Doc's. He saved us one, so he came in to visit me at the beginning of the week. Chris, mm-hmm. good dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great guy. Great guy. I mean, dude. Just awesome guy overall, and he always comes and checks on me, make sure I got everything you know I need from Devil's Trumpet, and, and just you know just very thorough so uh, they're insane in the distro game chris yeah. is just a machine hard working definitely and uh doesn't get enough credit i'm sure uh, <laughs> but uh, the chocolate taco is i'm excited about because it's a mexican style hot chocolate and done like that even though it's not a barrel aged thing i still can't wait to have it on because it just is another part of the region that gets to be on the tap lines oh, there yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. you know it kind of like that everybody can get in there and have a little uh you know uh hand in in their uh i can't can't think of what I'm trying to say, but uh, everybody's kind of getting their uh, their try at throwing out barrel aged beers and having them on, and all t- tried against some of the big ones. So. so you're saying, so just just so like we're on the same page, because I feel like there's more bottle releases and barrel ages locally than there's ever been. <laughs> and do you feel that way too? Because it feels like either every week, and I'm not. This is not like in any way, shape, or form any kind of like accusation on the beer industry, but it no. feels like there's an event almost every month at this point that a brewery is having in some kind of anniversary situation and then there's always a bottle release and it's awesome it means there's just that much awesome beer yeah I essentially mean, it's, flooded, you know, it's great flooded. yeah it's, it's not bad for us that's for sure no there's an idea for a beer fest i want to throw to you okay after, off the air i can't i can't release it publicly <laughs> oh, i like that yeah, yeah. it's secret top secret stuff there chris and i were talking about it last friday and uh if it if it, it could be organized it'll be really cool that's on hey i can't wait to hear the details <laughs> definitely interested now you got my attention so any other local beers uh the local be- let's see well um because windmills they're slaying it with all theirs i saw more of their stuff in the in the liquor store i'm trying to think of which one it was um but it was a blue can um it wasn't the juice or the fakie it was something along those lines, but it was more of like a, uh, it was definitely another another milkshake. And uh, like I said, the chocolate taco stuff was really good. And you've got, actually, you kind of just passed over that. You've got a really awesome uh, Black Wednesday situation going down, right? I know you said that you got the teddy bear kisses and stuff, but I don't think we actually said that officially. Right, we do. So headliners are 
going to be the Bourbon County, of course. Uh, we have the Bourbon County uh, wheat wine. We're going to have the Midnight Orange, uh, the regular from this year, the original, and uh, the vanilla. And then also on that headline is going to be uh, the Founders. So we're going to be doing the KBS, the Dankwood, uh, the Curmudgeon, Better Half, and the Doom again from this year. Uh, also from Founders, we're going to do some uh, kind of like a heavy decorated award winner flight, you know. Uh, so the Founders CBS is going to be on that one. Uh, we got the FOBAB winner from a couple years ago from Shoreline, the Raspberry Imperial, which is another one of my favorites. That beer is insanely good. Uh, we got Stone with the Woot Stout and then, uh, of course, the Upland Teddy Bear Kisses that we talked about. Uh, so we're going to do some kind of like some proposed flights to steer people in the direction of, you know, the the flights that would probably taste the best together. Kind of like everybody wants to try the Bourbon County together probably. And then, of course, keep the founders together. What's and, a flight of Bourbon mm, County going to go for? Uh, we're going to do it for 25 bucks, which I think is pretty fair. We did nice flight sheets. We have everything very well organized and uh for the prices of things i mean i think they're a pretty good price for <laughs> for what they're asking there um the the price of barrel aged beer is definitely uh, not cheap so um but this this type of thing is more of like a novelty to to put on the big beers to to get people excited about the event to get people in and and uh, get them in the seats and uh, it's just a great way to do it. Usually, Bourbon County launches on Fridays, and uh, we get to launch it on Wednesday before it even comes out. So that's something else that's pretty exciting. Because, um, I mean, they, they can't even launch it in Illinois at our docks location until Friday. Really? Uh, so, so you got two to. days advance on that. We did. We did last year also. So Damn we get a dude. little uh, special treatment, I guess. I don't know. So how's Doc's business been going? Pretty good? It seems I, like you guys are always slammed, dude. Oh, uh, caterings have picked up like crazy because of the holiday. We're doing uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas ordering whole turkeys, hams, uh, all different kinds of the fixings, you know. Um, and then also with the holidays, people going out and shopping now for Christmas we see a lot more traffic this time of year and on the weekend it's just been uh, picking up every weekend consistently so this is always my favorite time of year because it just flies by you know it's always you look down at your watch and it's already time for the end of the shift because it's always just non-stop that's so an I, awesome feeling yeah i appreciate those types of shifts. <laughs> yeah i'm sure you know not the types that you're just sitting around just waiting you know for it to be but that, i can't say that uh i have it bad when it comes to that because i'm always kind of enjoying what I'm doing and having a good time doing it and I get to meet a lot of great people that share a lot of same interest as me and and are just as passionate about this type of craft the region and what's going on here so I mean all around it's been a, a great ride and I have a lot of fun doing it and I can't wait to see what else comes out of it because the way that things have been evolving at the pace they've been evolving around here I mean who knows where it's going to go and oh yeah it's uh we're going to be thought of a little more than just the region i feel like you know it's more of this suburb of chicago that's you know bringing has a lot more to offer to uh or a lot more to say than has been shown well it's and very rare to have this many spruries in the square mile per mm -hmm. capita it's very rare oh, and yeah. we had bob and deb uh heinlein 
Oh, yeah. on, and from Kennywood. Yeah. And that was an awesome one because they're, I mean, we, even like Chris Pearson when he was on would, would say that like they're kind of like the forefathers of this area in a way because without their influence and without their ability to kind of create that homebrewing scene and make it so attainable, mm-hmm. um, we're not exactly where we're at today without them. Oh, for, from this area's perspective, there you know? are so many uh, small little like uh, people that have helped it along through the way, and you know, I saw a lot of that when Three Floyds had moved to Munster for the beginning of what happened. And you know, you'd go in the taste, you go into the brewery, and I think there were only like three things on tap at the time, and everything was five bucks. You had to bring your own pint glass, um, and who knew what it was going to be then? And if it wasn't for the people that were there every day after work, just like loving everything, it didn't matter what they, there was just always this exciting vibe when you walked in there. Like there wasn't the brew pub, there wasn't the music and the stuff on the walls and and all of the flash and that. It didn't need to be there because like the brewery and the smells and like the senses that you were having, you knew something exciting was gonna happen. So it was just cool being a part of it and like that feels like what is happening now it's just like now from a bigger scale from a bigger scale yeah it's wild definitely yeah it's wild so so i know you're a big beer guy and i know you're a big whiskey guy and bourbon Mm -hmm. um but you're also a food guy so i was thinking where would you go for when it comes to because being at a bar in a restaurant like docs you have you have quite a palate for like the foods the food scene where are you going for food in a brewery world in the brewery world, uh, I love trying them all because all of them have like this their own little kind of like uh, cool little. You know, okay, so I won't make you cozy. put them in order, but <laughs> I need I need some form of like a, some some uh, notables. So no, uh, I'm a big pho guy, so I love pho, ramen, any of that stuff. So like, of course, Wednesdays at Beer Geeks when they throw down on ramen, I Wu Tang Wednesdays. Yeah, Wu Tang Wednesdays. Oh, yeah. the best, dude! I have yet to go to one. I'll hit it up there. You know, Floyd's their duck ramen is amazing. Uh, sometimes on Friday night when I don't have to close the docks, I'll head over there, hide in the corner at the bar, duck ramen. Their cheesecake is amazing that you gotta really? try that cheesecake it's phenomenal do and you eat the ramen in the pho with the uh with with the chopsticks mm-hmm. yeah dude you're a man <laughs> you're a real man i mean you have there's, there's more to, to you than that beard to keep it off of this you, know, you gotta, like <laughs> use the whole thing it's gross like you don't want to see that it's nobody wants to see that i just hide in the corner so nobody has to watch me <laughs> eat and soak the beard with it but uh, Saigon House, I love going. To, I know it's not a brewery, but I love going there and checking out. I mean, 18th Street has always has something good on the. My menu. favorite burger in the area. It, it's a great burger. I definitely had that. Um, see, you're you're more of a red meat guy. I'm, I've never really been yeah, a burger. Well, I'm, I'm I wouldn't like say a, I'm a red meat guy. <laughs> oh my god! I dabble. Bring on the burgers. I dabble. Most of my meals happen to be in red meat, but it's not on purpose. I love pasta. So Italian food, bring okay. it on. Italian food and Mexican food, some tacos, some pasta. I'm happy, happy man. It really doesn't. Uh, and then if you have a decent beer selection or whiskey selection, I'm all for it. But I love going out and discovering these new places. Like today I went to Harvest Room and checked that out for the first time and kind of like sat at the bar and kind of just watch what and it's a great place great flow to the restaurant it has a nice ambiance to it it's uh good friendly service and the food tasted really fresh and good so um i love what the region has to offer you can go to a new place like that and be impressed and just like 
you know, right there in that little area, there's Simple Greek, which I've had before. Amazing yep. food. Um, what else is right there now? There's another um, little spot over there. I can't recall. There's so many popping up now. That it's just like hard to keep up with how much is going on. But um, I love going out to Michigan too for breweries. You know, you can go an oh, hour. Oh, they're everywhere, the man. And, and you're there. Yeah. Well, so how do you feel about the distillery scene popping up? Because Floyd's is going to be coming into that. You've got 18th Street. Journeyman's going to be going into Valpo. Valpo yeah. So it's going to get pretty crazy quick, dude. Yeah, I, I think we kind of touched on this last time. Just a little bit I was about pretty drunk that day. So <laughs> Don't blame that on me. That was <laughs> but uh, we thought that the, like, the craft spirit scene would kind of be on the boom a lot quicker than it had been. And it just I think it's just a testament to how amazing the craft beer scene has been in the region it's oh, yeah. just not ready to loosen its grip on like what's happening or, or or you know give up its title to being the king but uh yeah i see that coming soon definitely because people are getting a lot more educated on spirits and and the restaurants that we do have and the places we do have in the region have all kind of evolved into educating guests and having good service with educated staff and um and I love that that's a part of Docs and being able to educate the staff the way that they need to be, to be given the tools to serve the guests and educate them properly without feeling like you're, you know, lecturing them on what sure. they need to know. Which is, a, which is like a tightrope, right? For like the it person is, to work is. in there. It is, it definitely. But I, I got a great staff and, and they're always excited about learning new stuff and trying new stuff. And they always want samples at, at pre-shift, you know, like, what are we having to, for samples today? So um, they're they're just as involved, I think, as they could be. So. I've got a question for you since you're in the, in the distro side. How tough is it to get Indiana Beverage and Calumet Brewery taps simultaneously and do you and without playing the role like playing the politics you know it, i've i've it's never come across the issue like there's it's never it's not bad at there's all there's never been a, a bias or like anything like that where people no because usually like with, especially with 64 taps i would think that there would be well 62 right because two well, of, of them course, are like teas. of course people have that you know little um, you know competitiveness sure because i would think the on. point of sale is like there'd yeah, be a yeah. fight for the real estate on that tap line Right. And so that's what I'm like, because like Tap House in uh, Michigan City or Laporte area. Then there's like Brewfest in Highland. There's Poor House in in, uh, in Velpo, mm. and these they're like these self serve beer places. Right. And it seems to be like not problematic, but it seems to be something kind of difficult to get what they want all the time. And demands, I'm sure, a real issue when it comes to the brewery. Yeah. Well, I mean. But you guys seem to just kill it on the on the demand. You guys seem to like really capture the good beers. Well, I I mean that that again is because I have great reps and they're they're always uh, informing me and you know like every like this morning since we have early orders today like my email was just flooded when I woke up today because it's like you got to get your orders in today because it's early and there's the holiday. Um, but there's never been like uh, any cattiness or any like kind of like animosity towards each other because their taps are on. Uh, everybody is pretty like you know relaxed by it and just kind of like appreciate what they have on and are always you know, letting me know about the new stuff or what I need to try. You can kind of tell um, when people mean business you know like you got to try this you got to put this on i think this is a great fit for your restaurant but nobody's ever trying to fight and be like take that off and put this on 
or try that that nobody's ever been that way and i like that because it's like they let things speak for themselves and they they go at it the same way if it's quality if it's going to sell if it's going to be right for the bottom dollar then let's all work together to work towards that it's not just like put this on because you know what i need to get this on put on sure sure Uh, it's it's never been like that it and and not only that they come with a, a way to sell it. you know they put promo material together they put graphics together you know our caddy cards that we have in our sauce caddies the posters that you see in the bathroom that kind of stuff they all do that that kind of thing to keep their product uh relevant in in the restaurant so um they all work very hard and my InBev rep is, is one of my best reps and she her attention to detail is insane like she'll remind me of stuff that you know i forgot and luckily we've known each other for for a a long time now so she kind of knows that what she needs to remind me of and and we have that relationship to where it's uh um, you know she just kind of just knows my personality so she knows what would be the best fit for where we're at and she never tries to be like let's uh let's try this here or this here or this that and uh always has great great um uh, suggestions for beers and stuff like that. So, well, I only ask because when I was in my early twenties in a in a land long time ago. Oh yeah. Um, I was an RC Cola merchandiser. Okay. And there was a real fight between the the pop reps, Were you the sling- soda reps, slinging Mr. Pib. Like Dude, RC no Cola? diet right. Oh diet. Right. Yeah, nice. yeah. Building displays, uh, filling stocking shelves, and the, the display thing was like crazy. If you took three inches more than you're supposed to, oh, dude, it was it was throwdown time. That's serious. You're taking somebody's money, somebody's food off their table. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and I would think like the reps of the the the, the beverage game would be feeling something similar because like maybe and I would think at one point like say you bring in five more uh, Cal Brewery yeah. taps, they're, they're, your your Indiana beverage rep is at least gonna poke at you. I, no, it's that's ne- awesome. It's never been that way, you know. I I can't. You no, know, nobody's even. Even of course they want to. Of course they've. I've I've had the story of oh, why are you carrying that and not this, or why you got this and not that. Um, yeah, I, I've gotten that before, but never from my reps. Uh, maybe from some independents here and there. Okay. But, um, never, never from my reps. I, I think people are pretty gracious when it comes to that type of thing. They just understand that. Um, there's room for everybody there's there's room for everybody there at doc i mean we have 60 taps that we dedicate towards beer three are uh, keg cocktails and one is a root beer that we keep on uh to have a keg soft drink and uh it's just like i i think that for the most part um well 60 taps is a lot yeah do you think it gets more intense when if you had like eight <laughs> would the real estate become a little bit more intense oh of course i mean it would be hard to decide because i mean look at the market i'm glad i don't have bait tabs could you imagine at, at the at the beginning when i first started at docs and i had never ordered beer before and then like maybe then i would want to eat taps but now i'm like there's so many so much beer out there it's like where can i find room to put this on now right and because of course you want to keep the stuff on it's, it's constantly moving and selling but there is a part of me that always wants to have like those five that you know i know that true beer drinkers are going to appreciate and love and like but you know not not everybody goes out every night and drinks and wants those beers and then sometimes they're in a mood for something else so it's a really strange game to try and find out what 
everybody's going to like because sometimes I'll be like, this is it. This is going to be a winner. Everybody's going to be all about this one. And it'll just sit on there. <laughs> okay, I guess not. I was totally wrong. Don't, don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but <laughs> How do you feel about the, the bars who have eight taps, but four of them are taken up by, like, national brands? Does that drive you insane at all? Um, I, no, cause I, you know, I don't know. You get the business side yeah, of it. I, I get it because their bottom line is their bottom line. So that's, I understand that, um, they have to do what's best for their business and maybe their clientele isn't the same as docs. I think docs has a, a little different of a clientele, not that it's significantly different than anybody else, but, um, when you come into docs, it's a lot more relaxed of an atmosphere to where it has more of a family feel, I think. And that. I think in turn helps people um, express how they feel or if there's something wrong or if there's something they want. It gives them a little more um, opportunity to speak their mind, I think, because they feel a little more comfortable uh, being there or it's more of a family atmosphere and fun and inviting. Uh, so I do get a lot of suggestions from people who are like, let's try, why don't you have this on? And a lot of people that don't understand that even though a brewery's in Illinois, it doesn't necessarily sell in Indiana, you know, it, they just don't have the rights to sell in Indiana. So I get a lot of that too. It's like, why isn't this here? Well, because it can't be distributed here yet. Sure. You know? Are you any sick beer trade uh, groups? Uh, yeah, I'm in the 219, uh, a couple of those. I think the Region Beer Coalition, I think that's one of them. If they're listening, Brian Ballas, and I think his name's J.D. Machete, I, we reached out to them to get them on, and they were both busy working. Oh, yeah. I know. Get in. We Talk would love to have beer. a conversation, yeah. yeah. I know. Nobody wants to hear me again. <laughs> definitely not backed by a popular demand, I don't You're going to be the Steve Martin <laughs> of Saturday Night Live in this place at the, by the end of it. <laughs> You're like, this guy again? The oh, emails flooded on. in. The DMs <laughs> flooded in after your last, ex- last appearance. Yeah. So we had to bring it back. All three of them. <laughs> So you have uh, you have Black Wednesday, uh, barrel aged, tap blackout. Adopt. Get in there, check 11 that out. Yeah, doors open. We're gonna throw everything on the night before, so it's ready to go as soon as the doors open at 11 a.m. There's gonna be four proposed flights, so uh, we're gonna start with the, of course, the Goose Island. There's a four flight variant for that one. We also have. Um, a couple different variants of the Upland Teddy Bear Kisses. Uh, the, that one I'm looking forward to, the s'mores and the regular. And then we also have uh, a lot of the Founders too, Barrel Series. Um, we have the Curmudgeon, KBS, CBS, and all those good ones. So uh, it's a good way to come out and kind of taste the stuff that maybe you've been cellaring and don't know if you want to try, trade, or, or, or share, whatever you want to do with Heck it. Yeah. But it's a great opportunity to come out and try some of these beers that you wouldn't normally have to just pay like, you know, crazy amounts for. I think uh, the prices at Docs are going to be pretty fair. And, and of course, you can always do flight options to where um, you can just sample things. Um, but, and, and I would say for most people, Docs has the best wing in the area. I would say it's, it, I mean, it's arguable. I've heard a couple people say yeah. one thing or the other, but generally speaking, it's at least in the top three of most people list. Oh yeah. It's, it's always high up there. Definitely. Uh, everybody's always talking about them. You're always seeing the wings go out. Uh, we 
did start doing some full size drums though on Mondays and Thursdays. No way. Yeah, so just like we do our wings. So if if you like the wings, you got to try the drums. Uh, we do them every Monday and Thursday, all you can eat. So um, you get three drums to start off, and then uh, a side of chips and some pickles and. Well, I'd love, I'd love to have you guys on a wing Wednesday. You guys are going to have to create some monster burn your our assholes out wing. <laughs> I'm sure Chef capacity. would be down for that. Okay, all right. Let us know. Sure. And we'll go in there and record it. Um, you can catch Dave at Doc's Smokehouse um, every day except Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. And uh, he'll, you may be able to find him as a correspondent of ours uh, at, yeah. at Beer Fest this summer or this winter maybe. I'm sure there's the, there's the shelf ice fest, right? That's got. I don't, gotta be I don't know if I should apologize or. You know. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> we'll wait till after the content <laughs> to apologize. Yeah. But thanks for coming on, man. Oh, anytime. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Later. Who in it now?